0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast episode. A lot of them. We've been doing every week for a few years now. It's great. Welcome back. I'm glad you're here. If you're new here, this is the MLB The Show podcast for you. Every single Tuesday, new episodes on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Those are the three places. Make sure you subscribe on all of them, please, and make me happy. Make make them a day. We're also on the road to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Blah, blah, blah. Click on that subscribe button. You're here today, however, to hear my opinions, I hope, on potentially the best built program in terms of logic, ease of finishing, etc. At least this year, maybe in a long time, I'm just totally here for how the 2023 finest program was built. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about the cards. Not all the cards were great, but the the, the the core of it, the program itself, big fan. Big, big, big fan. So thank you guys again for being here. We're going to talk all about Finest right now. I have to again drop this stupid staticky volume for my YouTube folks because that is the dumbest noise ever. Okay, so we're first going to run through the cards we receive, right? Because I feel like that's important. And there aren't that many. So, we got 99 Wilmer Flores, who's super fun and cool. Is he great? Absolutely not. Does he have 80 clutch? (laughs) Yes, he does. That alone makes him useless. He had 100 clutch. Fuck, I think he should... uh, Every finest card should have 115 plus clutch. But he has a nice swing, he's fun, BR Demon probably... Uh, It's cool that he got a finest. Like, we live in a world in which Wilmer Flores has a 99. And he earned it. He had a great season. That's not me joking. He had a great season. Uh, Kerry Carpenter. Not only has he never seen a lefty before, this is not SDS's fault because the card is built the way it's built and the swing is separate. He has, no exaggeration, the worst swing in the game. It is up there with Pudge Rodriguez. It is up there with Alejandro Kirk. It, It is a bad... Bad, not good swing. But Kerry Carpenter had a good year and got a finest. This card is just literally useless, however. Plus, only 102 clutch. 99, Brandon Drury. This is one of the unsung demons of this program. This card is crazy. His swing is great. He could play five positions and 92 in the field to start. So you P3 him, he's going to be a diamond anywhere you put him. If you play him in left or right field, you're an absolute lunatic. I'd argue if you play him at his primary, second base, you're a lunatic. I think he's a first or third baseman. Uh, But what a good card. 119 clutch. He's got nice contact, 110 and 112. 118 power, 125 power versus left. 95 vision ain't great, but he's got a nice swing, so it's okay. I am just a big fan of Brandon Jury cards. I don't quite think he makes my God Squad. He's in the conversation, at least, kind of, sort of. But just a really fun, good card. So good job, SDS. Josh Naylor got absolutely hoed. He should have been the Team Affinity card for the for the Guardians. I knew he'd get one eventually. He ended up getting a crazy good one. Max Clutch, 111 vision. Great. He has a sweet, sweet, sweet swing. And I love how they built this card. Essentially, Max Contact. Max versus right, 121 versus left. 100 power right. I don't know it should be a little bit higher. 98 power left. You peed to him. He's got 100 power both sides. You p for him, he's max contact first both sides. Plus, if there's a runner in scoring position, he's got max clutch, so max contact anyway. 91 on the field. Very, very good. I mean, there's a lot to like here. Don't play him in left or right field. He's only got 41 speed. But this is a good card. Like, actually, this is a very fun, good card. Justin Turner. This card stinks. Um, I, I guess maybe it doesn't stink. It's just... It's underwhelming. Justin Turner had maybe one of the best seasons of his career in terms of production, run production. He's had better batting average seasons, but run production wise, this card doesn't scream anything nuts for me. I'd argue he should have just a little more offense. Uh, JD Martinez, really cool, fun card. We've gotten 99 JD Martinez's before. He's got a really nice swing. 79 vision is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I don't think he's going to be usable on Legend. Iffy on Hall of Fame. On All-Star, this guy's gonna absolutely fucking rake. Max power. Max clutch. 107 contact right, 109 contact left. A very fun card. He's primary DH, though. And the only other positions he can play is left and right. So, it pigeonholes you. But that's what DHs do, I suppose. Uh, Matt Olsen. It is just a crying shame. A couple things. Number one. The man hit, like... 54, 7, 50-something homers. And he doesn't have max power for both sides. I know they're going off, like, stats like ISO, and, 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 like, they're using information to build these cards. It's finest. It's the end of the year. Nobody cares about the facts. People usually don't care about facts anyway. But nobody, especially now, cares about facts. Give them max power. 115 and 125 are essentially the same when you get into that threshold, but just for aesthetics, just make it make it max. And then, oh man, 92 contact left is tough. It's tough when you pair it with 81 vision. His swing is either you like it, you love it. Max Clutch, however, does of course make both his contacts max with runners in scoring position. He could be a great pinch hitter, especially against righties. 89 in the field, you P1 him, he's a diamond. You're not playing him in right field. It just looks like a copy paste of the other Matt Olson. You know what? Let's go look at if it's a copy paste. Let, let's go prove that fact right now if it's a copy paste of the other Matt Olsen. We're gonna go here. Here's this Matt Olson. The other Matt Olson is a wild card. Let's just make this easy here and go Braves. Um set three, Matt Olson was better versus righties. Set five, Matt Olson's better versus lefties. The power is the same versus righties. Power left is better for the new one. Vision's better for the old one. I, I, it's just a smattering of who gives a shit. Basically, the same card. It's it's basically the same card. So I mean, for Finest, they should have given him a juicy demon, and they did not. So I'm just a little upset at that. Um, still, I, I, considering what he could have been, he's fine. Not great. And now I have some thoughts on this Mookie Betts, and they're not bad, but there are thoughts. So you look at this Mookie Betts, and you first, firstly, you go, holy shit, look at this card. Max clutch, 103 vision, max power versus both sides, 116 contact right, 111 contact left, 98 in the field. Put him at second base, still a diamond to start. He fits the durability team, if you run that. He fits the shortstop team, if you run that. 64 speed is the problem here. And uh, maybe not a problem. It's an observation. The other Mookie bets a lot of people will run because he has higher contact and higher speed. The other Mookie bets plays like a power hitter, right? We know that high contact and like 110-ish plus power on both sides basically is a max power hitter. The ball's going to jump because he's got nice big contact. It, it, it just all makes sense. And the speed is nice. You want to play him in the outfield, you can. You want to play him at second, he's great. 64 speed is still not slow, but it is not stellar. However, my observation is that this is how sets and seasons can work in a vacuum, right? I have long said A-Rod is the cover boy for how sets and seasons should be. He gets three different 99s. At each stage of his career, he did things a little differently. You could build each card differently. Mookie Betts, to a lesser extent, had like a career best power season, and the card is built differently than the set four one. That's set four? Than set four one. Two ninety nines, same player, built differently. Personal preference. Use the one you're better with. I love that they gave us the option. In my opinion, I would rather run the set four Mookie bets. Maybe that's why I'm not 100% in love with this card. I am not saying this card's bad, but this card's fucking nuts. By no means is this card bad. This car's crazy. My preference and the way I prefer to use players, I'm going to take the higher contact guy who still can put the ball over the fence. I mean, again, let's compare these guys back to back. I'm talking about it. We just did it with Olsen. Let's take a goose and a gander. I want to go to my extra lineup here so I don't mess anything up. We need... The first one was a Red Sox. Boom. And the next one is a Doyer. Secondary. Okay. So, granted, I have P5 set for Mookie Betts. Max Contacts. 104 power right off rip is good. It's it's more than good. It's plenty. 117 power left, let's be honest, is basically 125. And then when you P5 him, he's 109, 122. Great. They started out with the same 103 vision. I I love that they did that. There's no reason to give him different vision. But here's the kicker here. Set 4, Mookie, has 83 speed off rip, 85 stealing, or whatever, I don't really steal bases, Um, and the other one has 64-52. 64 and 83, that's a difference. I'm not saying 64 is bad, but 64 and 83 is a difference, a discernible difference. Uh, The stealing rating also on this one sucks. How many stolen bases did Mookie Betts have this year? Let's look. That doesn't necessarily mean he has a high steal rating, I understand, it probably has more to do with it than that, but Mookie Betts, this season... I'm on Baseball Reference, but of course, I'm on mobile, so it's harder to scroll. He had 14 steals. Uh, this Mookie Betts, oh, the set for Mookie Betts is not based off a single season, right? And I guess that's why he, 14 is his, oh, uh, yeah, it's down. Okay, so, he stole more bases as a Red Sox, I get it. But, you know, just just for the sake of argument. Um, I, I don't know. Which Mookie, there's the question, which Mookie Betts are, do you prefer? Which Wookiee bets are you going to use if you use them at all? But which one would you use? Set 4 with higher contact and still very good power? Or set 5 with max power and still good... Like, let's not... He still has very good contact. I'm not saying he has bad contact. He has very good contact. Plus, he has the max clutch, so it evens the whole thing out. Um, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's legit worth a question. Of course, the set 4 one also has max clutch. Um, the difference... Set 4 does not... Uh, apply to the durability team. If you're running the durability team, you're using the Set 5 one. Let's just get that out of the way. You're using durability, you're using Set 5, you say, fuck the speed. If you're not using a captain, it's a real debate. So I'm, in- I'm just interested what you guys have to say. Please let me know. And then we got... This is my only real gripe with the program. Is that all of these diamonds we got suck, but we got... How do I see them? Can I not see them? They're all 97s. I don't think we have to look at them. They're all bad. All of them. None of them have you. Matt Bresch, maybe you can use because he has a sinker cutter. I like that they did that. And he's got a funky windup. But none of these cards. Ezekiel Tovar, Ryan Nota, Lucas Sims, Tim Mesa. maybe you're using if you-, if you need a lefty. Michael King, Tyro Strada, great swing, by the way. Jack Sewinsky, Wilson Contreras, Lars Nubar, another great swing. Uh, you're not using them. But here's how the program was built, and here's why I like the program. First thing you did was you did the showdown. You got 15 points off rip. Bingo, bango, bongo. You get all the way to five points away from Carrie Carpenter. Just for doing the showdown, you get your first player. Then if you... Um, no, all right. So the next thing you did... Sorry, I'm thinking on the fly. We do this live here. You guys know that. This is how I've advocated for programs to be built for a little while now. Not exactly this way, but at least at its core. I'm not. I did not come up with this idea. I'm not taking credit for it clearly, and I, I would never be so big-headed to think that I should take credit for it because I didn't. Um, shout out to Ashley Sanders and the entire content team who worked on this. Ashley tweeted the day this dropped uh, last Tuesday, something to the effect of, "I'm on PTO right now. She's back. She was back home for Thanksgiving with her family." Happy Thanksgiving, Ashley. Um, but I had to come on Twitter slash X, whatever the hell it's called, elon.com, to see all of the reactions to the new content structure. We worked really hard on it. I'm really proud of it. Is It's like not verbatim, but basically the gist of what she said. This goes back to last week's Mailbag Monday, 10-minute mailbag, by the way, where someone asks, what do C. Brevin Ashley do? Why isn't the content better? This is what Ashley does. Content doesn't just mean the cards, Content means the structure of the grinds. If Ashley had her hands on this... And whoever... Shout out to the team. Shout out to whoever touched this program... And made it make sense. The first thing you did... I've advocated for this forever... Mostly for Tops now... But it works everywhere. Do a moment... Get the card the moment's about. That's what you do here. You want to earn Matt Bresh? You just gotta do his moment. And then Matt Bresh is yours. Tovar. Do the moment. Get Tovar. Noda. Sims. Mesa. Meza. You can go down the whole line. Do the moment, get the player. Completing the moment is only worth one point apiece. So you're getting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards for ten moments, and you're getting ten extra points. So for the showdown, 15, and the moments, 10, 25 points, you have now gotten Kerry Carpenter, and you're ten points away from Brandon Jury. You are a quarter of the way through the program in an hour, maybe less than an hour if you're quick. If you do the showdown in 10 moments. I will say it took me a little more than an hour... Because I... For the life of me... I could not get two extra base hits... With this fucking Wilson Contreras card. I normally like his swing. This one was swinging a noodle for me. I couldn't figure it out. Neither here nor there. And then... You have... Options. Options is all we've been asking for... Since the game dropped. The game in the first three to four sets was lather, rinse, repeat. You get the card, you get the, the. You need to do PXP, you go to Shield Woods against the A's, you bend them over a barrel and strap their hands behind their backs, and you just go to town until you got the PXP. You don't have to do that anymore. Of course, you still can, if you are a little filthy, naughty little boy. Single player, you want to get four points... With Matt Bresch, you can get three holds in single player. Conquest, Mini Seasons, Play versus CPU. You want to get seven points, you can get six holds. You want to get five more points, you can pitch six innings on All-Star. Grind the program your way. And the best part about this is then there's an online component. One hold, four points. Three holds, seven points. Two innings, pitch, five points. You're getting the same amount of progress, four, seven, five, but... By doing less, because you're being rewarded for playing online. Not that online is better than offline. Let's not have that conversation. But this is the way it should be. If you're going to grind it offline, that's your prerogative. Have a blast. You need to just do a little more. So, built perfectly. Plus, repeatable PXP. Every 250 PXP and other two points, you could do that anywhere. Online, offline. In between the lines. Uh, You do wherever you want. Let's just say. Not let's just say. I did it. I earned Matt Bresh one point. I did one repeatable PXP with him. That's two points. That's now three total points. And then I got two innings pitched. That's five points. I got eight points with Matt Bresch. Not bad. And then I go to Michael King. I got one point earning Michael King. I got three points because... Or I got two extra points giving me a total of three for his PXP. Actually, I think I did that. Tw- I did do that twice. I got five total points now counting on the fly. Two innings pitch, another four, that's nine. Five innings pitch, another seven, that's 16. And then 3Ks, that's five, that's 21. I got 21 points with Michael King. Alone. If you do PXPs, you get a couple hits. This program, you can get done, especially because these guys are all event eligible, in two to three hours. And you don't have to use every guy if you don't want to. Remember those old programs where you had to do every single godforsaken moment and mission and this and that and collection just to finish it? It's gone. At least for this it was gone. You have options. You don't want to use Jack Sawinski? I didn't use him. I used him for 18 PXP. And his moment. Don't use him! You don't have to. This program, in terms of structure, was perfect. Perfect. You want to add an optional collection in there of finest cards to make it go by even faster? Sure. I don't think you need it. This program moved very quickly. In terms of strict structure, A+. plus, A+++. plus plus plus. It gets all the pluses. What a good program. In terms of cards, <laughs> when we're talking about usability, we've got Drury, We've got Mookie. Maybe Nailer in like very niche circumstances. JD off the bench, I can see. Like, we've got two guaranteed usable cards and like two or three iffies. The content in terms of player cards probably gets a B. A high B? Close to a B plus, not quite a B plus. A high B. I'm not these guys are just binder filler. They helped me get Tim Raines. Cool. I already finished the set 5 collection. I'm sure a lot of people have. There, there aren't a lot of cards um, needed. So if you marry the content structure with the content, we're talking A- minus program. Actually, no. Fuck it. The, the content structure is so good, it's going to outweigh the bad of the, the player cards, and we're giving it a solid A across the board. It is a very, very good, very easy, very fun, Just I cannot stress enough, very well-built program. We say a lot of negative things about this game. I do I mean I'm the one talking you guys don't say shit publicly. Um, I think sometimes it's because it's easier to talk about or easier to criticize than it is to lift up. That's not to say criticisms a bad thing if you do criti- if, you, if you criticize in a respectful way a productive way it can it can lead to things. Theoretically, because people have asked for something similar to this this year, SDS might have listened to our feedback, our constructive criticism, right? And and, and gave us this. But we need... I, I say this all the time. As critical as I can be, I will always celebrate something when it deserves to be celebrated. And this was great. This was everything a program grind should be. So SDS, tip of, my cap is covered by my headphones right now, but, excuse me, I burped. Tip of my cap, tip of my cap, do not let the burp distract you from the tip of the cap. Um, just well done. Just well done all around. This is the type of grind I want to see. I, 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 There have been a lot of like, program deviations throughout the year. Right? We've had it, where it was where it was terrible to complete, and it was annoying, and it was long, and then every time, like every every like week or so, or every couple weeks, a new paragon has like a little bit of tweak, like a little XPX, a little SPXP, a couple fewer hits. Captains are only total bases in the grind, and not ten hits, or or you know relievers are, are only strikeouts instead of saves or whatever. Slowly and surely, we've tweaked and we've evolved and we've morphed and we've 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 formed the clay, the play dough. And we've hit the home run. We've finally gotten there. Like I said, if you really want to add like a, you know, collect 10 2023 finest cards for an extra 10 or 15 points, that'd be the only minor adjustment I'd make. But that is so like absolutely unnecessary given the way this is built already. It's just a nice little add-on. It's not... It's not make or break. It's not do or die. It would just be an extra little incentive to collect stuff because we know they like collecting. Um, but what a job! What an excellent job! I I hope we can at least agree on that—that the grind was done well. Whether you like the cards or not, your prerogative. The grind was done well. The other part of Tuesday's content drop that is just worth talking about. So I don't understand why this is called Finders Keepers Collection. I'm not. Compl- I, it doesn't matter to me. I don't know why it's called Finders Keepers. But if you collect these seven finest cards, the six cards that were. Oh no, sorry, the five cards that were in the finest pack in the store. You can buy them on the market now. Prices have gone up a little bit. You can also get one of these packs in the Weekly Wonders program. By the way, if you haven't done it yet, go do it. You have one day left. Two day. Eh, a day and a half. Um, the free Gunner Henderson that came out, which is a decent card, not great. Contact, we knew he'd be sucky versus lefties. Not a great split there, but it's whatever. Uh, and Sean Murphy, who is actually cracked. And if you like his swing, he's great. But otherwise, he sucks. His swing, in my opinion, is not very good. But if you collect all seven of these guys, you get a demon. retro finest Kyle Seeger. Max clutch means he's max contact with runners in scoring position. 121 power versus right, 122 power versus left. 114 vision, 99 in the field. He could play second and short. He fits the durability team and the shortstop team. He's crazy. He is. He is. My God Squad third baseman at the moment. He has supplanted his... Actually, indirectly, I took out Corey Seager for Kyle Seager. Sweet irony there. Kyle Seeger's nuts. He is my cleanup hitter just because I... Not because he's like a, a power demon. His power is very high. But he's not a slugger. I just... I'm really comfortable with his swing. He's a little on the short side of 5'10", but he stands up relatively tall, so it, it, it evens out. Um, this is what I'm rocking with right now, for those who care. Acuna, Finest Bellinger, uh, Milestone Trout, Retro Finest Seeger, still using awards, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, J. V. Crawford, finest remains the best shortstop in the game. I will not hear any slander. Well, best set five eligible shortstop, I should say, not counting Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, Brian Reynolds is in left. Joe Mauer's my wild card catching. I, I just don't know what to do with catcher at the moment. I could use Adley, but I missed Joe Mauer, so I brought him back. And then Glaber is cleaning, uh, cleaning it up. Uh, uh, you could say he's cleaning it up at the bottom of the order. He's hitting ninth. He's uh, he's doing the dirty work down there, turning the lineup over. But that's the lineup. I mean. This is not my favorite lineup of the year. I think it's less overpowered. They're a lot more niche type of guys, which is cool. But that's what I'm rocking with. Um, We've reached the end of the show, the podcast episode. Uh, The one thing or two things I want to ask you guys. One of them already I asked you. Which Mookie bets do you prefer? I think that's an interesting conversation. Number two, what do you think? Of the content drop. And the structure of the program. Like I said. I can't say it enough. Massive. Massive fan. I'm a big fan. So. Thank you guys for making it to the end of this episode. We're running out of content to talk about. There is stuff on the calendar. Coming up that maybe we can include in next episode. But. It's time to start looking ahead I think pretty soon. We're going to start talking about 24. What we liked and what we didn't like about 23. Some recap stuff. But the show. The podcast goes on. So. Thank you guys for being here. Love you all. See you next time.